The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Pascal Donoghue is going to be joining me a little bit later uh, on the show to talk about the rejection by trade unions of the offer of a pay increase of 8.5% over two and a half years. The trade unions have described the offer as extremely disappointing. Pascal Donoghue says the rejection is a real pity. With me now is Edgar Morganroth, Professor of Economics at DCU, and Mick Barry, the Socialist TD for Cork North Central. Uh, you're both very welcome, gentlemen. Uh, Mick, were the unions right to turn this down? Is 8.5% over two and a half years too little? Uh, yes, they were right uh, to turn it down, Karen, in my opinion, uh, for a couple of reasons. So, first of all, um, there has to be a recognition that uh, workers pay, both in the private and the public sector, uh, has been cut in recent years uh, with the galloping price increases. So for public sector workers, um, if their pay increased by 9 9.5% over three years, that is about 10% below the rate of inflation. So on the surface, what you have there is a 10% pay cut. But in reality, because workers don't take home all their wages, they pay tax, it's more than a 10% pay cut. So that needs to be made up. And then Pascal Donoghue, no doubt, will argue that an 8.5% increase over the next three years uh, is likely to be higher than the rate of inflation uh, over those three years. That remains to be seen. We could have a war in the Middle East yet. But let's say that it is slightly above. It doesn't take into account that prices are not falling. In other words, all of the price increases from the last number of years are baked into the prices now, and there will be further price increases on top of that. So it's clear that the government's offer of 8.5% over two and a half years falls way, way short of what would be needed just to make sure that workers' pay keeps in line with inflation and that the cuts of recent years are reversed. So so 10% immediately to make up for the last couple of years and then possibly then the 8.5% over 25 might be enough. Yeah, it's, it's not for me to say. It's for the, the trade unions uh, and their members to decide. But I think if they are going to go for a ballot now, that there is a strong argument to say that the ballot would not merely be to reject the uh, very, very poor pay offer from the government, but actually for the unions to set a figure, which mm. is the target of what they want, And if there is a vote for industrial action uh, and that figure is not secured to move quickly towards a campaign, which might include coordinated industrial action, yes. Edgar Morgan-Roth, is it only fair that before you look to the future, you look to the past and you take into account the inflation we've experienced? So, uh, I mean, uh, first of all, just to clarify things, nobody cut any uh, pay. Uh, What was cut uh, through inflation was the purchasing power of that pay. Uh, So just to clarify that. Um, uh, And of course, it's also uh, true that the uh, wages in the public sector have increased, and they don't just increase by the percentage uh, that was agreed, but because most people in the public sector also get increments, uh, their their pay goes up unless they're, they're at the top of the scale. Uh, so that's that's the first thing to, to acknowledge those two things. Uh, but once you do that, you still find that the actual purchasing power of uh, people's pay 
uh, is less than it was before uh, uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, and uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, it is, it is fair to be looking uh, for workers to be uh, at least uh, as well off as they were when that war started. Uh, so in that sense, I, I, I think Mick, Mick is right. Unions will be looking to get uh, that. And then uh, there is a question what inflation is going to be into mm. the future. And that's a crystal ball thing, uh, and nobody really knows it, except that we, we, I think we're fairly sure that it's going to be lower. Uh, obviously, there are you know, unknown unknowns. Uh, uh, all sorts of things can happen. Um, but... I think it's 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 reasonable to to expect them to be lower. Mm. How low that uh, crystal ball thing, like they say, and I I personally don't think forecasting. Uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't stick my head out uh, on a particular number. Okay. The unions clearly are going to have an idea of what they want, and the government will have an idea as well. And and of course, let's remember, uh, uh, none of this is free. It's going to be because of public sector pay we're talking about. Uh, ultimately, that money has to be found, uh, uh, and that potentially, uh, if 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 um, uh, unions uh, get a very high demand, uh, then that could potentially lead to to higher taxes or uh, expenditure elsewhere having to to be mm. uh, more modest than than perhaps we would like. So there's no free lunch here. If there is then that inherent difficulty in forecasting. Edgar, is this the best model to use? We've had other models in the past. Dare I mention benchmarking? Uh, uh, well, again, the benchmarking idea, I mean, this, this is something that I think in, in principle is, is quite a good idea. I mean, we, we, have, we know in, in the public sector uh, certain uh, um, groups, uh, you know, doctors, uh, nurses, uh, teachers, uh, where, where, where we find it difficult to attract enough of them uh, and then the question is, are they paid enough uh, or, 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 you know, are there parts of the, the public sector paid too much uh, relative to their international peers? That's what I would think benchmarking is. Of course, uh, the benchmarking exercise that we had didn't really do that. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, the, the, the current talks don't, don't look at this. Mm. Uh, and the other thing that we haven't heard uh, uh, yet is, is whatever productivity expectations government might have, if unions are looking for more than inflation, then the, the government usually looks for some kind of productivity uh, dimension. And, and again, that, that's not really uh, something we know much about. Classic nonsense, as one of our listeners. I don't know who they're talking about. Uh, the private sector will not get these kind of increases. It's their taxes that pay the public sector. Why should the public sector get pay rises uh, far above the people who pay their wages? Another listener says, my brother is over 30 years experience as a teacher, gets 71 grand, also 25 for running the night school. When we decided to pay teachers 100 grand, we decided to increase the class sizes rather than teacher numbers. The unions will wheel out the lowest paid and never the fact uh, that teachers uh, get more. And somebody else says, how will the public sector pay increases and corresponding pension increases be funded? Tax increases or cutbacks elsewhere or both? Uh, so says uh, a few of the listeners to the hard shoulder getting in touch. Not a huge amount of sympathy um, on public sector pay. But Mick, what about the idea that this is the wrong mechanic, this negotiation every three years for a new deal? 
Well, you, you can make arguments for and against that, but the, the key uh, issue that arose from the comments there, in my opinion, uh, is the idea that the interests of public sector workers are in some way set against the mm. interests of, of private sector workers. And I'd like to challenge that idea. Um, there is a, a common link between public sector workers and private sector workers in the sense that both groups have had their pay cut by a significant amount in recent years. Now, except the point that Edgar Morganrath has, has made, that there have been pay increases, but they have been significantly less than the rate of inflation and that the purchasing power in reality has been cut. Now, who is the uh, most strongly unionized group of workers in the country? Without a doubt, it's public sector workers. It's nurses, it's teachers, mm. uh, it's other public sector workers. If those workers can use their power uh, uh, of being involved in a union to win pay increases which are in line with inflation, but also which catch up the losses of recent years, that sets a benchmark, if you want to use that word. It provides an example for private sector workers to follow their example. So it's in the interests of all workers that these workers who provide vital services to society uh, get a decent pay increase. And in terms of a model, I'll just finish on this point, yeah. there's no problem with a union sitting down and negotiating with the government. I mean, if, if a fair deal could be got that way, that would be the best for all concerned and society. But if it can't, then a different model needs to be looked at. And it's the model that's being used by workers in Northern Ireland on Thursday week, where you have, in effect, a general strike for one day of public sector workers for decent pay increases for working people. Well, we know the unions, I say they've got finalised, or rather they finalised this afternoon, uh, wording for ballots on industrial action. But Ed, Edgar, to the point about how any potential pay increase or corresponding pension increase is funded through tax increases or cutbacks. I mean, there's a third possibility, which is just economic growth bridges the gap with increased tax revenue for the government. Sure, uh, that 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 certainly helps, and and of course we've had sort of windfall gains from from corporation tax, which we don't don't know whether we're going to keep them, and so on. Uh, I, I I would like to challenge a, a point made by by one of your uh, your listeners, and that's that, that that there weren't pay increases in the private sector. In fact, there there are some parts of the private sector who more than got. Uh, uh, compensated for the price increases. Uh, um, you know that's that's what the data shows us so far. We don't have all of the data yet, uh, uh, but if you're in the IT sector, broadly speaking, and that's actually again uh, reflecting on mixed point, it's actually not a very highly union, unionized uh, sector. Uh, they have actually had very substantial uh, pay increases, um, uh, way above inflation, because they're simply not enough. Uh, people in that sector and to attract people from from around the world, which is ultimately what we we have to do to fill those jobs, uh, you have to pay mm. more. Uh, so there, there are parts of the private sector that have actually uh, gotten pay increases quite substantially higher than what the public sector had got, or even what the public sector seems yeah. to be. Uh, likely to get now, uh, whereas there are other sectors, uh, uh, parts of the, 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 the private sector, who have had very poor uh, uh, pay uh, um, increases, or in fact, yeah. there may be even some that have had decreases. 
Well, listen, there's uh, still not a lot of love coming in the text line for the public sector. Everyone's sick of listening about public sector workers. No one else in the country gets a mention. Uh, and this listener uh, says, uh, raising wages only increases the cost of living uh, and encourages it to stay high. The government needs to reduce the amount of money they squeeze out of a scrap the USC has promised and stop their stealth taxing. For example, the new can and bottle tax. I put mine in the recycling bin, but now I'll have to drive up to the supermarket to get my tax back. So says Eddie. Eddie, I suspect we'll be talking about the deposit return scheme again before it rolls out in force on the 1st of February. In the meantime, thank you to Edgar Morganroth, the Professor of Economics at DCU, and Mick Barry, the Socialist TD for Cork North Central. What do you think? Whether you are a public sector or a private sector worker, I want to hear your view. Unions have rejected as extremely disappointing an 8.5% pay increase over two and a half years. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.